Good morning. It's a Wednesday. It is Kale and Company live here on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in Manchester and beyond. Also streaming around the world and around the clock on nhtalkradio.com. Great to have you with us. And uh, before we do anything this morning, want to congratulate our good friend Matt Robeson from WKXL's Beyond Politics. Heard weekdays 4 to 6 here on these very radio stations. And uh, Matt teams up with uh, Paul Hodes every day here. And uh, Matt was honored by the New Hampshire Association of Broadcasters Tuesday night in Concord for his feature story regarding former New Hampshire Chief Justice John Broderick. So uh, congratulations to Matt for an outstanding job, and uh, we are uh, very proud of him here at uh, WKXL. And right now we want to welcome a, a special guest uh, to the program with his guitar this morning. It is Sam Hammerman. Sam, uh, welcome to Kalen Company. Great to have you with us. Thanks for having me here, Ken. Well, it is, it is uh, our pleasure, and uh, Sam, I'm just taking this from your, your website as a... Uh, <laughs> Soul pop singer, songwriter based in New Hampshire. He combines beautiful jazzy and melodic elements with a deep sense of groove and spirituality. Sam is also an avid meditator and a believer in the possibility of profound freedom and love. That's great. I Thank love you. that. That is terrific. Got to put something on the website. Well, so. that's true, but I, I mean, I, I imagine all those things are accurate. And uh, Sam, we were glad to have you with us, and yeah. uh, tell us Thanks a little so bit. Thanks so much of, for having me. Well, it is our pleasure. Uh, where are you from originally? Uh, originally from Boston area. Yeah. Um, I. Have it's not been, such a bad thing. I am too. Not so bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Could be could be worse places to be from. Yeah. No. It's it's good to, good to grow up there. I've been in New Hampshire the past uh, about two years now. And loving it. Here in the I, I really State. like it here. Yeah, I was living in Massachusetts before, um, and uh, yeah, I just like the, the the pace of life here, and uh, I, li- I like the people, I, I like the culture, so I'm I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So what uh, originally precipitated the move to the Granite State? <laughs> um, it's a it's a good question. I was yeah, I was in like I said, I was in Massachusetts, Western Massachusetts, um, for just a little while. Um, but uh, so it was a, it was it was 2020 in covid times and ah, yeah, yeah it was just it was a little a little tense there <laughs> to be honest with you so i just uh, me and my wife were were thinking about you know places to maybe move to that might be a little more relaxed and uh yeah we visited new hampshire and just kind of fell in love with it so new hampshire the way life should be right <laughs> Live free or die, too. Live yeah. free or die. No sales tax. That's that. No th- income these things, tax. These things all help yes. for sure. Yep. It, definite, it, definite bonuses. Sure, sure do. No, no doubt about that. Yeah. How long have you been uh, performing? I've been performing for uh, <clears throat> wow, about uh, fifteen years or so. I started in college. I started. Uh, I went to music school in Boston. Yeah. Which uh, one? Well, I went to the you know the the Berkeley. Berkeley. The Berkeley yeah. School. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I started performing there. I, I mean, I guess even a little bit maybe before then, but I guess more, more uh, seriously, yeah, I started performing around that time. Um, 
Yeah. Which, did you do much in high school? You, you, yeah. you must have been musical before you went to I, Berkeley. I was, yeah, yeah. I was. I, yeah. I, I, I started uh, my musical journey. I was uh, actually six years old when I took up the drums. I saw my buddy, uh, Matt Finstein. Shout out to him, wherever he yeah. is. <laughs> How um, you doing, Matt? I, <laughs> I don't know if he's listening. But anyway, I, uh, I saw him playing uh, drums in like some some kind of band context when I was like six I was like oh that's awesome I really I really want to bang on the drums <laughs> so so I did I did that for a while and uh you know god bless my parents for getting a drum set you know in the house which just uh you know makes quite a racket obviously uh, but, but, but uh yeah I did drums for a while uh, I was in like jazz bands uh as a drum drummer for a while yeah uh, until until like I was uh middle school or so and uh it wasn't until high school that i picked up um guitar and I, I really i really fell in love with guitar and like singing and trying to make up my own little melodies and stuff like that and you have a new guitar i have a new guitar uh, yeah i do thank you i you know i know you can't see it on the radio yeah. here but it, it looks nice you'll, you'll hear how it sounds at least i got a martin triple o 16 for the Music nerds out there. Triple O sixteen. Yeah. What What did you have before? Uh, I mean, I still have it. I ha- yeah. I, I I have this old beat up Taylor five fourteen CE, which uh, I got. Uh, that was one of the first really serious guitars I got. I got probably fifteen years ago. Um, and uh, if you if you see it, it has extra holes in it because I've just played it. <laughs> played it. Uh, you had it for a while. Yeah, I've had it for a while. I've just played it so much. I've you know. I lived in uh, actually Austin, Texas for a while, and I, I, ah. I would, yeah, I would leave it in the car unattended in the heat, which is not a good idea. So I think uh, not in Austin, Texas. <laughs> not, not in Austin, Texas. Uh, so I think that contributed to the extra holes. <laughs> so that Austin, uh, yeah, I have never been to Austin. I would yeah. love to go there someday, but uh, I, I, I hear that it's it is quite a music scene in in Austin. Yeah, I think you, yeah, I think you would like it. Yeah, it, it was a great experience. I lived there for five years. Uh, actually, wow. yeah, I left. I left college early and uh, did the old Berkeley dropout thing, <laughs> and went down to Austin, Texas, and got into the music scene down there and stuff. And wow, it was yeah, it was a really uh, a, a big part of my uh, journey. I'd said, I, you know, I feel like I grew a lot down there. But you decided to return to New England. I did. Yeah, I decided yeah. after about five years to return to the Northeast, return to kind of the home home area. Um, yeah. But no, Austin. Austin was a great, great experience. That place has changed a lot, but I haven't been there in a little while. But yeah, yeah, great town. Yeah, I, I guess so. That's what I hear from everybody that's been there. That it is uh, an amazing place. So, from Massachusetts uh, originally, yeah. who were some of your uh, early music influence? You told us about the <laughs> about the the drummer friend of yours <laughs> that was a musical influence for sure. But, I guess in uh, a way, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, who else influenced you uh, musically? Yeah, it's 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 a big big question. You know, I've listened to so much music obviously over the years, and I go th- I go through phases. I'll get really into certain artists. For for a period, I'll, just, I'll I'll like just listen to one artist or one album for like a month or two. My wife can attest to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd I'd say like my biggest kind of formative influences that I still like keep going back to like you know people like you know John Mayer. I definitely really got into him mm-hmm. as like a you know great guitar playing singer songwriter. Um, Jeff Buckley, big 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 Buckley fan. Um, just you know just the where the place that he came from making his music just really deep and beautiful. Um, 
Grateful Dead. I'm a, I'm a deadhead. A deadhead, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got I got really into them back in high school, um, and I still I still listen to them. I, 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 yeah, just one of my all time loves. You know, a lot of the classics: Beatles, Ray Charles, Hendrix. Um, uh, you know, wide wide range. A, a wide range uh, of yeah. music. Yeah. Wide range. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, I like a lot of newer, more modern stuff too. Right. You know, there's a a singer songwriter, uh, a current one. Uh, named Bruno Major, not Bruno Mars. No, Bruno Major. Bruno Major. I really, really okay. like him. A lot of lot of people. Uh, you know, D'Angelo. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, somewhat more recent. So, so very around. eclectic tastes. Yeah, yes. yeah. And I, you know, I grew yeah. up. I grew up in the '90s, so yeah. I, I also was into all the grunge stuff back in that time too. So yeah. Nirvana and you know, Foo Fighters. Did you ever go to Seattle? Or? I have never been to Seattle. No, okay. no. Have, have you? <laughs> no, no, I haven't either. <laughs> okay, but I mean for the grunge scene. I, yeah, you know? no, yeah, I never. Yeah, yeah. I've never been there. It would be cool. I'm sure it would be a cool city to check out. Yeah, uh, no doubt about that. And uh, you also perform uh, locally. <laughs> I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm performing uh, quite a bit these days, which is great. Blessed to be. Uh, yeah, playing a lot. Um, recently, started working with um, an awesome booking agency in the area that you guys might know called New Hampshire Music Collective. I've, I think I might have heard <laughs> of it. Yeah, heard of. Yeah. Uh, Brad Myrick, <laughs> yeah. John MacArthur, Riva Tankle. Uh, mm. Yeah, great people. I've been blessed to hook up with them recently, and they've, uh, you know, yeah. kept, me, kept me pretty busy since we started working together. So, I, yeah. I saw Brad last night, and uh, he was looking forward to your appearance on the show this morning. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, so, shout out to Brad wherever I, he is. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he's listening. I'm awesome. sure he's listening. Sam Hammerman is with us, and uh, he is a soul pop singer songwriter, uh, based now here uh, in New Hampshire. We're, we're glad that he is. Do you have any gigs uh, coming up in, in the near future? I, yeah, I've got a bunch of stuff. I was trying to. I was trying to think about which ones to highlight on here. Um, so let me look at my list. All right, here's the list. <laughs> Check it out, and I'll tell you what. That's a little tease. <laughs> because we have to take a quick break, okay. <laughs> and I told Sam, you know, he'd play a song before the break, but then yeah, we got talking, and uh, <laughs> but we promise you a song or two from Sam right after this break, and he'll tell you where he's going to play as well. Uh, right here on Kale and Company, WKXL, fourteen fifty AM, one zero three nine FM in the Capital Region, one zero one nine FM in Manchester and beyond, and streaming around the world and around the clock on nhtalkradio.com. We'll be back with live in-studio music from Sam Hammerman right after these words, so stay with us. Don't touch that dial. Gail and Company live on this Wednesday. A delight to have you along with us. Sam Hammerman is in studio today. And uh, I, I promised Sam that uh, we would play a tune, or he would, he's going to play a tune. I'm just going to sit back and listen. You know, I have, I have the easy job around here. <laughs> but uh, Sam is going to do a song for us. In fact, he's going to do two before the bottom of the hour. Awesome. Uh, whether he knows it or not, he is. <laughs> and uh, Sam, what, what's the first one? Uh, first one is uh, a song called Pull Down the Moon. Had this one for a little while. Um, yeah, let me get into it. Sam Hammerman right here on WKXL. Come running, nothing's gonna 
slow me down I know you're only on the other side of town Clouds are breaking, I'm making sure that I'm free For the moment your smile shines down on me I have to phone, not to call you I'd have to die, not to love you There's nothing in this world I wouldn't do I pull down a moon and give it to you Time passes slow like honey Before we know it the stars will be peeking through There's nowhere I'd rather be, there's nothing I'd rather do I'd have to phone not to call you I'd have to die not to love you There's nothing in this world that I wouldn't do I'd pull down the moon and give it to you mm, If you ask me to You know I would pull down the moon Just what I need to hear I'd have to fall not to call you I'd have to die not to love you There's nothing in this world that I wouldn't do I'd pull down the moon and give it to you Sam Hammerman right here on uh, WKXL. Sounding great, Sam. This Thank you, Ken. Early in the morning. You're probably early. not accustomed <laughs> to uh, performing this early in the morning, but it agrees yeah. with you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Most of my gigs are not at 7 a.m., that's yeah. true, or 8 a.m. <laughs> so how, how long have you been writing music? I've been writing music uh, since, I, um, since I picked up guitar, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it kind of started with just, just little melodies, little 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 pieces that yeah. didn't really have so much structure and cohesion but yeah. just messing around so that was like high school um and then i kind of i i figured out how to you know well start learning how to make more more songs in in college when i was at berkeley yeah um and you know that's a whole art and just trying to 
trying to write a cohesive uh, song, you know. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> I, I've never even attempted it, but I, I can only imagine. Now, for you, yes. I mean, everybody does it and approaches it differently, I'm sure. Yes. But uh, but for you, what comes first? Is it the uh, the lyrics or is it the, the melody or does it... Uh, yeah. Uh, does it happen differently with different songs? How does it work for you? That's a great question. Um, for me, it, it is mostly music comes first. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, usually I'll have a melody or a chord progression, and then and then the 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 feeling, the vibe of the song will kind of inform what what the song is going to be about lyrically, or or just you know. Usually, a lot of times, uh, the words will just kind of pop into my head based on the the melody. That's usually how how it works. Um, I do I do write standalone like poetry and writing sometimes, but um, I haven't. I, if, for me, I think it's a little hard to start from that because um, I I don't know. It's then then I feel like I have to confine the music to the words. I, it would be it would be a good experiment to try that, but usually the music comes first. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and uh, you know, songwriters obviously have to have a tremendous imagination. Re- really, I mean, like pulling down the moon. You know, I mean that. Really, I mean, I I admire you for that. Oh, I mean, you. I really do. And all songwriters who are so creative, I admire your uh, creativity and uh, and your talents. All right, so tell the people where they can see this talent live on stage. Thank you, Ken. At a venue um, near you. Right, right. So I'm mostly playing New Hampshire these days so with the well, occasional okay. Maine and Massachusetts yep. gig thrown in. But, um, yeah, so my next gig's in, in the area. I'm doing San Francisco Kitchen in Nashua tomorrow. Tomorrow night in Nashua. Um, okay. Uh, Twin Barns uh, Tap Room. They're, they're, they're opening a new tap room up in Woodstock, New Hampshire, for an, any uh, White Mountain folks. That's a nice area. I know. Beautiful yeah. area. Yeah. Um, in Concord area, I'm playing uh, – wait a minute. Uh, sorry, Twin Barns is October 21st. Sorry if I didn't October say that. October 21st, um, okay. I, October 23rd, uh, Concord Craft Brewing in yeah. Concord. Uh, November 17th, Area 23rd in Concord. Area 23 on November 17th. Mm-hmm. All right, jot that, that yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, November 25th, uh, The Foundry in Manchester. That's a great place. I've yeah, played there great a Great venue. Times. I know yep. Mr. Myrick plays there. Mr. Myrick, uh, yes. yes uh, every Sunday. Yes, well, yes, most indeed. Sundays anyway. I got I got to catch his act. I've yeah, a lot me of times too. I have gigs. Me then, too. But um, the this December second, I'm doing Over the Moon Farmstead in Pittsfield. I'm really excited about that one. That's a that's a beautiful spot. If you guys haven't been, just this old and the old song you just barn. performed would uh, fit right. It in would fit there. right in there. Right I always, there. I always make that joke whenever yeah. I play there. I've yeah. got I got a couple Moon songs, yeah. you know, and then I like to cover Harvest Moon by Neil Young. So oh wow, nice. so all the nice. Moon songs fit in well there. <laughs> Very good. All right, we are unfortunately running out of time, so okay. can you do one more for us? I'll do one more. Yeah, sounds good. What's this one? This one's called Trail of Light, a little different than the last one. Um, this one's got a lot of that kind of spiritual, meditative vibe. So, All right, once again, yeah. Sam Hammerman right here on WKXL. All right. The eagle 
clouds across the sky The earthworm just trying to get by Creatures in the sea struggle to stay alive They all follow the trail of light Cloud curtains, they part before your eyes You give and give just to realize That we're all the same thing underneath all the lies Let's all follow the trail of light Follow the trail of light. Follow the trail of light. Falling, I've all shed their skin. There comes a time we've all got to turn the keys in. If you want to be pleased with the life you live, you gotta follow the trail of Outstanding. Sam Hammerman right here on WKXL. And Sam, do you have uh, a website that you can share with us? Yeah, so my, my website's uh, just www.samhammerman.com. Uh, I have all my shows listed on there, and I have uh, links to all my music and videos and stuff on, on there. So, yeah, go check it out and stay in touch. San Francisco Kitchen tomorrow night in Nashua. Yep. yep. And uh, other places as well. Let's yep. just check out the website. 
And uh, Area 23 in Concord on November 17th. Yep. Lots of great gigs in between as well. Absolutely. So, Sam, thank you for getting up early today and being with us. Thank you so much, Ken. Pleasure to be here. Much appreciated. Yeah. Kale and Company Live continues after these words on WKXL and nhtalkradio.com. Stay with us. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company Live for a Wednesday. And thanks again to Sam Hammerman. Sounding good on this uh, Wednesday morning. If you missed any part of uh, Sam's performance today, or just want to hear it again, and who wouldn't, uh, tune in tonight just a little after uh, 7 o'clock, and you'll hear the whole show repeated for you right here on WKXL. 1450 AM, 1039 FM in the Capital Region, 1019 FM in Manchester and beyond, and streaming around the world and around the clock at nhtalkradio.com. There was, I would say, rather significant uh, political news yesterday as uh, former Congresswoman and 2020 presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard of Hawaii announced that she is leaving the Democratic Party which probably does not come as a great surprise to many who follow the scene closely. Uh, For Gabbard, the announcement is the culmination of years uh, in which she has been increasingly at odds with the Democratic Party and its policies. I'm reading here from a CNN Politics article. Uh, Tulsi said, I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party. It's now under the complete control of an elitist group of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms enshrined in our Constitution. That, according to Tulsi Gabbard in a video she posted yesterday to social media, The announcement was made on the first episode of her new podcast, The Tulsi Gabbard Show. I hope she doesn't leave the scene completely because she has a lot to offer. I mean, in my mind, and I've stated it many times and will continue to state it, she, far and away, was the best Democratic candidate in the field in 2020. But the odds were stacked against her. The party didn't like her. Apparently, she didn't like the party very much either. And uh, everything was slanted, obviously, in the direction of uh, the individual who uh, occupies the White House now, which is, (laughs) as we found out, more unfortunate than we ever thought it would be. But uh, Tulsi has so much to offer, so much to give, and I I hope uh, she is uh, not done uh, politically. Uh, She made history by becoming the first American Samoan and practicing Hindu in Congress following her election in 2012. Also criticized what she said were Democrats' open border policies and anti-police rhetoric. She should have been the nominee. You know, I am not 
a Democrat. As you could probably tell, I'm not a Democrat. If she had been on the ticket in 2020 opposing Donald Trump, there is no doubt in my mind I would have voted for her. I mean, she has so much. I saw her in person on, on a number of occasions uh, during the campaign. She has so much to offer. It, it, it is a shame how, you know, she was, I, I don't know, I think mistreated by the Democratic Party because she had obviously some issues with them. But uh, she was just uh, incredible on the campaign trail, I thought. Stayed with it as long as she possibly could, but uh, obviously fell quite a bit short when it was all said and done. The former congresswoman who represented Hawaii's 2nd District has long been a unique and occasionally controversial voice in the Democratic Party. As one of the Democratic presidential contenders in the crowded 2020 field, she touted herself as an Iraq War veteran and staked out a distinctly anti-interventionist foreign policy. On the campaign trail, she blamed U.S. intervention in Latin America, uh, Latin America for creating instability that triggered the surge in migration across the southern U.S. border and was a co-sponsor of several bills aimed at keeping migrant families together at the border. And when Gabbert was running for president, Hillary Clinton <clears throat> suggested in an interview that she was being groomed to run as a third-party candidate and was a favorite of the Russians. Clinton suggested that the person she was talking about was a Russian asset. Remember that, when Hillary Clinton said that Tulsi Gabbard was a Russian asset while not naming the uh, Hawaii Democrat? We all knew who Hillary meant. In fact, uh, Gabbard filed a defamation lawsuit over the matter uh, that she subsequently dropped in uh, May of 2020. She did endorse our current president after suspending her presidential campaign in 2020, but she has since been a vocal critic of him and regularly appears on Fox News. She said uh, the president campaigned on a message of uh, unity, healing the partisan divide, bringing the country together. He just gave a big speech saying supporters of President Trump are the most extremist group in the country and a threat to our democracy. That's half the country, she said in her announcement on uh, video Tuesday. And Gabbard also faced criticisms earlier this year from local Democrats uh, who voted to condemn her for participating in an event that raised funds that will harm Democrats across the country after she spoke at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, which is basically a Republican uh, gathering. The former congresswoman that did not indicate which party she would be affiliated with moving forward, but called on independent-minded Democrats to join her in leaving the Democratic Party. I don't know whether her call to action will be followed by many, but I found her to be most impressive, and I hope we hear from her again in a political sense. 
running for uh, perhaps Senate from uh, Hawaii in the future, maybe back uh, to the House of Representatives. Uh, maybe she has some aspirations for a higher post once again, perhaps uh, running for president in the future. I, I mean, to me, she was head and shoulders, head and shoulders uh, above anything that that party had to offer uh, in 2020. And in my mind, should have been the Democratic uh, nominee. But obviously... She was not a favorite of the Democrat Party, so it would never get to that level. We'll take a quick break. It is Kale and Company live here on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in Manchester and beyond, and streaming around the world, around the clock on nhtalkradio.com. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL. Great to have you along with us. And uh, once again, if you missed it at the top of the show today, uh, congr- uh, congratulations going out to uh, Matt Robeson, our colleague here at WKXL. Matt, of course, of Beyond Politics, four to six weekdays here on the station. Matt, honored last night by the New Hampshire Association of Broadcasters uh, in Concord for his feature story on former New Hampshire Chief Justice John Broderick, who has uh, an amazing uh, story to tell. And uh, congratulations going out to uh, Matt Robeson, who's going to be a guest on this show in the not-too-distant future. And we're not going to talk politics at all, because Matt and I don't agree on too many things politically. But he's a great guy, and he loves the Boston Celtics, as do I. And uh, their season is going to be starting next week, next Tuesday, as a matter of fact, against the Philadelphia 76ers. So Matt and I are going to be uh, talking some hoops here on WKXL in the not-too-distant future. Well, yesterday was day one of baseball's divisional series as they got underway. Phillies, they held on to beat the Atlanta Braves in Atlanta by a score of 7-6. to six. Probably the uh, biggest highlight of the day came from the game in Houston where Jordan Alvarez hit a walk-off three-run homer in the bottom of the ninth inning to lift the Houston Astros to an 8-7 to victory over the Seattle Mariners. Houston scored two runs in the eighth inning and three in the ninth to uh, overcome a 7-3 to deficit. In that game, and uh, walk it off over Seattle, eight to seven. Jordan Alvarez with a blast, walk off shot. Uh, the Yankees last night they got home runs from Harrison Bader and uh, Anthony Rizzo in a four to one victory over the Cleveland Guardians. Garrett Cole went six and a third innings to post the win for the New York Yankees. The National League uh, Divisional Series uh, resumed today with the Phillies at Atlanta at 4:35. The Dodgers will host the Padres at 8:37. The American League, well, they get a day off today, and they will resume 
on Thursday. Now, uh, I was watching some of that game last night on uh, TBS, the Yankees and the Guardians. I have to be careful. You know I'm going to slip. You know I'm going to say the Indians once in a while. But they are now the Guardians of Cleveland. And uh, last night's game was played at Yankee Stadium. And Bob Costas uh, was doing the game with uh, Ron Darling on TBS and mentioned that uh, weather forecast is not good. Not good for the Bronx uh, tomorrow. So uh, there's some question as to whether uh, Game 2 will be played tomorrow night uh, in New York. But uh, we shall find out. How about this? It it, uh, really snuck up on us. The National Hockey League regular season opened last night. New York Rangers beat Tampa Bay 3-1. And the Vegas Golden Knights scored late to beat the L.A. Kings 4-3. The Boston Bruins are going to open up tonight. First game of the season on the road against the Washington Capitals. And the Bees will be at home to uh, open up their uh, TD Garden schedule Saturday night against the Arizona Coyotes. Celtics uh, have uh, one more preseason game to go, just one left on the preseason, and that'll be uh, Friday night in Montreal against the uh, Toronto Raptors. Celtics will open their regular season on Tuesday night at home against the Philadelphia 76ers. Patriots uh, running back Damian Harris is going to be on the shelf for a while as uh, he suffered a hamstring injury on Sunday in the Patriots' victory over Detroit. Two and three Patriots will hit the road on Sunday for a game with the two and three Cleveland Browns. And the kickoff time for that one will be at uh, 1 o'clock. So the Pats will take on the Browns, and it does appear, it does appear that uh, Bailey Zippy will be at uh, quarterback for the Patriots. Zappy, I should say, not Zippy. He's Zippy. He throws the ball with a zip. Zippy Zappy is what we'll call him. Bailey Zappy will be a quarterback for the Patriots. Zippy Zappy. Today, October the 12th, 2022, you know how days are celebrated every single day. There's a, there's a litany of things that are commemorated. Well, today is the International Moment of Frustration Scream Day. So if you want to scream out of frustration, today is the day for you. Uh, other things being commemorated uh, today on this October the 12th, International Top Spinning Day. So if you still any have any tops laying around from your youth or uh, if you are a youth or a ute, it's the, the day designated to spin your top. It's National Bring Your Teddy Bear to Work or School Day. National Farmers Day. Speaking of uh, farmers, lots of great farms in the area. 
I drove by a couple yesterday, uh, a lot of them now, with uh, pick-your-own apples, and they have those uh, delicious apple cider donuts. And it's, it's wonderful to dr- just drive around some of the highways and byways, mostly the byways uh, of New Hampshire, and check out the amazing farms that we have uh, in the area. And I'm going to be visiting one uh, this afternoon in, uh, in Loudoun. In fact, uh, we talked to uh, State Representative Howard Pearl, who is running for State Senate. And Howard today is having uh, his second annual Oktoberfest. And that is going to be in Loudoun at Pearl and Sons Farm at 409 Loudoun Ridge Road in Loudoun. And it's going to be a, a terrific event. Uh, Howard is running for the uh, State Senate. He's been on the show a couple of times, and today is his Oktoberfest. And I don't know, and I'll have to ask him today when I see him, but I don't know if he was aware that today is National Farmers Day. And he's having a big event at his uh, brand-new barn in uh, Loudon, food and beer, friends and fun. It's going to be a blast, so just just show up. Uh, between 4.30 and 6.30 today at 409 Loudon Ridge Road in Loudon, And uh, say hello to Howard and uh, give him some encouragement as he uh, runs for the state Senate. And especially today, I mean, uh, he has been in the, uh, the farming business since the day he was born. He was born into it. Yeah, he makes his uh, produce deliveries virtually every day. And uh, still a uh, working-class guy and uh, terrific gentleman. And today he will be celebrating Oktoberfest with his uh, friends and fans from uh, around the area. Today is also National Fossil Day, uh, National Gumbo Day, National, how about this one, National Take Your Parents to Lunch Day. I, I don't know if my daughters are going to step up. I, I don't think so. I don't. I have any plans to, to go to lunch with them, but uh, maybe. Uh, it's Pulled Pork Day, and also it is World Arthritis Day. So those are the days that are being uh, commemorated today. Uh, looking forward to uh, some of the things coming up here on Kale & Company tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, an upcoming production of Jekyll and Hyde in Pittsfield at the Scenic Theater in Pittsfield. We'll be talking about that uh, tomorrow here on uh, Kale and Company. And uh, also uh, tomorrow, we're going to be uh, chatting about the 100th, 100th anniversary of the Red Arrow restaurants uh, in New Hampshire, the Red Arrow Diners. And uh, they have locations, of course, in Concord on uh, Loudon Road, and the original one on Lowell Street in uh, Manchester, uh, one uh, off the exit in uh, Londonderry, and the one in Nashua now. So, uh, Carol Lawrence of the Red Arrow Diners is uh, going to be with us uh, tomorrow to talk about the uh, commemoration of 100 years. They're going to have a, a big party on uh, Lowell Street in Manchester on uh, Saturday. 
uh, beginning around uh, 11 o'clock in the morning. But we'll have more with Carol all about that uh, tomorrow on the show and also talk about the great musical Jekyll and Hyde coming to Pittsfield real soon, starring our own Catherine Martinez, among other hardworking performers and people behind the scenes. We have to mosey on out of here, make way for some more great programming here on WKXL. Thank you very much for listening, and we hope you all have a wonderful Wednesday. Thanks for listening. 